Hello and welcome to Friday Lines. I'm your host, Luke O'Brien, aka OB. Friday Lines is brought to you by Little Birdie TV and topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped. All your essential items for life. Joining me today for all things AFL is MG. Welcome, MG. Thanks, OB. How are you, mate? Good, thank you, mate. And the doyen of rugby league, Top Rope. Uh, a little bit under the weather today. Uh, how uh, how are you feeling there, Top Rope? Uh, look, been better, OB. Been better. I'm feeling as bad uh, bad health-wise as I was uh, punting-wise when the uh, total finished 44 after backing the over 44 and a half last night. So uh, things going real well, uh, real well up north. <laughs> There's only one way you can go, and that's on the improve. But uh, MG uh, AFL been a big week. Queen's birthday uh, Monday. Collingwood were um, were outstanding against Melbourne. Melbourne have certainly got their issues now. Max Gorn uh, sort of you know, four to six weeks, but the sinners Moses can linger. Um, fight MND, one of the great charities, raise over two million for that. Ten people down the slide. Um, the blue beanies were everywhere. It was um, it was a good look. Paper tickets are back. Yeah, you know, Gill's listening to the fans. Um, yeah, you know, the AFL is. I, I think the AFL's back. Um, last night, obviously Richmond uh, eighty-one defeated the Blues sixty-six. The crowd only fifty thousand. A little bit disappointing uh, on the back of the Thursday night crowd last week of uh, just under twenty-two thousand. Um, you were there last night. How did it, um, how did it come across? Yeah, it was. Um, oh, I know there was some inclement weather. We'll call it. There was some some light rain, and it wasn't overly cold. I don't know. Ob, what was the crowd expected going in? I would have thought they would have comfortably gone into the sixties, maybe seventy thousand for uh, a Carlton side that was up and about, and uh, Richmond team that uh, caught fire all of a sudden won six out of the last seven. So I thought the crowd was probably probably ten, at least ten, maybe fifteen light. Um, Thursday night football, it's probably. I don't know. It's still still in the question mark box for me. Um, but yeah, two two Melbourne sides at the MCG. I thought they should have got a better crowd. Um, but again, OB, it's a standard of footy. I think that's keeping them away. Gil can uh, smoke and mirror all he likes with paper tickets and crowds. I mean, parking and all this kind of stuff that he wants to roll out. But at the end of the day, the standard of football is what brings the people to the crowd. And uh, if that improves, then you'll get the crowds back. And um, we'll move on uh, pretty quickly after that. Uh, thank you. We'll just keep uh, keep rattling through it. Uh, but just a reminder: there's uh, plenty of uh, betting action that's not uh, AFL and NRL. You've got the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Colorado took Game One. I've been to a Colorado game, and the Avalanche is uh, it's fantastic over there. Um, Ascot Racing as well. Nature Strip, uh, the first Aussie horse since Black Caviar to win the last night. Uh, the Gold Cup was won by the two dollar twenty five. Uh, Kiprios ridden by uh, Ryan Moore there. The Australian soccer have qualified for the World Cup via penalty shootout um, and a little bit of shenanigans putting the, the drink bottle over the uh, over the good. advertising hoardings as well, which is really Australian. So <laughs> plenty happening. Um, and just a reminder for all your um, all your betting action and all your um, betting uh, better odds, go to topsport.com.au. But uh, top rope, we'll get back on field. Um, last week, the Bulldogs smashed Parramatta 34-6. to Um you know, Parramatta, I'm not sure about them. You know, the line was minus 13.5 to minus 18.5. Uh, and last night, another upset. The Dragons, uh, too good for the, the struggling South Sydney Rabbitohs, 32 to 12. What uh, what are you making of all this? Yeah, uh, one word for you, OB, complacency. There was uh, certainly not the case uh, both weeks. So, yeah, Parramatta were bad. South last night in the first 25 minutes was bad as I've seen a team this year. Uh, they were... Some of the attempted tackles, the halfback Lachlan Lewis got dragged after after 29 minutes. I can't remember the last time a halfback's been dragged like that. Um, but like Jackson Paul, Alex Johnson, some of their attempted tackles were utterly disgusting. So um, 
they obviously just turned up, thought they'd win, uh, got blown off the paddock, so that they were no good. Uh, dogs, yeah, clearly, there's been a bit of a step change at the Bulldogs in terms of attitude throughout the week after they lost the previous week. Um, young four-gamer Jacob Carraz blew up at the team uh, for taking the loss so easily, you know, not, not showing enough hurt and uh, probably the kick in the, the backside the Bulldogs needed. And um, Yeah, it, interestingly enough, uh, Bulldogs scored 34 points. They've now scored more points in three games under Mick Potter than they did in 10 <laughs> under attacking genius Trent Barrett. So, um I'm sure that moniker will still last when he gets handed when he's gifted another job, Trent Barrett. But uh, at least it won't be with the Bulldogs. But uh, look, yeah, there's not much to cheer at the Bulldogs this year, but there's nothing better than a win over Parramatta. Nothing at all. And uh, I don't think Elias is the issue for South Sydney. Cody Walker, I haven't seen a, I haven't seen form fluctuate like that between his best and his worst for a long time in any footballer in any sport around Australia. Yeah, he's got, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if it's kind of hit the post at the moment. There's, there's plenty of off-field issues going on with, with, with Cody at the moment on the home front, um, which is obviously kind of spilling over into his game. Yeah, the frustration that that, that Walker gets is just a, it's just a bad reflection on kind of, you know, a bad, a bad, bad leadership. Yeah, but yeah, you've got yeah, a, young, a young halfback in Nilius. He's got a young fullback in in. In, in, in TAF for, for another game last night. And, and this is what he's doing. I thought it was very, very poor from him last night. Um, was he the worst on the field? Probably not. But, he, you know, he kind of sets the tone for how they play. And you could tell early on that, that he was uh, in it more for the fight than he was for the win. Absolutely, yeah. I, I didn't agree with taking off the uh, the young halfback, who has, has been going pretty well, but I think the people outside him uh, might have a little bit to answer for. Reminder as well, US Open Golf Round 1 has started uh, Hadwin, the early leader at four under. McElroy, three under. Dustin Johnson at two under. I watched a bit of this last night because I had a baby that will not sleep. Uh, Adam Scott, one under the card. Leishman, even. Cameron Smith, two over. Adam Scott looked pretty good. If you can sink a few of his uh, broomstick putter uh, birdies, he'll uh, he'll be back in the action. So just a reminder, topsport.com.au for all your golf and all your footy, uh, all your sporting betting action. But right now, it's time for Friday Lines, brought to you by topsport.com.au, family-owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with the bookie you can trust, bet with topsport.com.au, and MG will get straight into it. Probably the best match of the round in the AFL is tonight, Friday Night Football, live from uh, the Dome uh, or Marvel Stadium. The Saints, $1.27. The Essendon Bombers, $3.90. The line, minus 25.5, over under 166.5. Um, anything, uh, anything take your fancy in this one? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think the line's pretty much spot on here, OB. I, um, it fluctuated a little bit, went from 25 down to 23. It's come back up to 25 after the teams. Essendon, uh, regain, uh, McGrath, but lose Parrish. So probably equals, equals out to a bit. St. Kilda get, uh, Billings and H. Clark back in. So just why it's probably slipped back up to 25. I think the line's probably about right. Um, looks a bit of a mismatch on paper to me, um, St Kilda at eight and four this year, and uh, Essendon at two and ten. Essendon have lost four straight, seven of their last eight. Hard to make a case for them. I think their season's uh, pretty much done. Ob. Um, the only concern probably for St Kilda where the advantage lies with Essendon six day break for St Kilda uh, going on to a fast deck at the dome. It's not something I uh, I like to partake in, but um, I'm going to fo- follow through with the unders here. Both teams have become uh, very dour under teams. Um, I think four in a row to St Kilda, three in a row to Essendon on the unders. So. 173 under the dome looked uh, 
a high number. It's come down to about 166 at the moment. I think that's probably about its right price, mid 160s. So I was pretty keen on the under. We backed that at the start of the week, so that'll be the cheer. I don't. Uh, I don't mind Essendon in this one. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a uh, unabashed St Kilda fan. Uh, I just think the the Saints are just going. Zach Jones, the hamstring got subbed out, and then all of a sudden he's playing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just not sure. And I think the Bombers might go a little bit better with Parrish out of the side. Uh, you got you know bringing another two way runner in McGrath. But anyway, I just, uh, time yeah, will tell. I just think the offense is where Essendon's lacking at the moment. Their last four weeks, they haven't managed to kick more than fifty four points. So I just think with St Kilda, the, the shutdown, they play from defense first to offense. I'm just not sure where Essendon's points going to go. But in a low scoring game, twenty five is a fair start for you. Yeah, I think Max King could have a night out under the roof as we look at the early Friday night uh, round fifteen game tonight. Manly Seals two fifty two. Against the North Queensland Cowboys, 155. The line, four and a half, over under 42.5. That's at six o'clock at Four Pines Park. Four Pines is a nice drop, not as good as Little Birdie Lager. (laughs) But uh, the betting sort of manly, you know, their form does fluctuate top rope and the, the Cowboys are in good nick. Yeah, their form fluctuates, but usually against ordinary teams, their form's pretty consistent. It's pretty ordinary against the good teams. Uh, Manly, they've beaten one team in the top eight uh, this year. It goes back to... uh, uh, Canberra, a long way back. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll, sorry, one team outside the bottom four in Canberra was 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 uh, their last one there. So, um, they've had a pretty consistent run of getting beaten by the bad teams, getting beaten by good teams, struggling against the bad teams. Uh, Cowboys underrated by the market all year. They've covered eleven of fourteen, covered six or seven road games, eight of twelve as a road favourite. I will be on North Queensland laying the points here, and I think there's a sneaky bet on the over here. Mainly a pretty over team uh, at Brookvale when they're an underdog uh, and at night. So um, I will be playing the over reasonably small and backing the Cowboys in a decent crack. And uh, for all the punters out there, it's good when uh, Top Rope likes something uh, so early on a Friday night as well. You get right into it at 6pm. So uh, <laughs> stay, stay tuned for that one. Uh, the second AFL match we'll look at is the Port Adelaide Power against uh, the Sydney Swans uh, at Adelaide Oval. Uh, on Saturday afternoon, the power two twenty four, the Swans a dollar sixty seven, the Lions six point five, over under one sixty point five. Uh, the big Budwar is back in the side. Uh, Port lose Boak and Gray. This is the first time since two thousand and ten or two thousand and twelve that Port haven't played a game with either Boak Jeez. or Gray in the side. So for that, I'm giving them no chance whatsoever. I know you're a little bit a little bit uh, keener on the power than I am, MG. Yeah, big stat there, OB. Uh, one I didn't have written down, but uh, yeah, Franklin back obviously for the Swans is a big in. Um, and on the team changes alone, Sydney been uh, pretty well taken care of the market. Though he's open one and a half favourite now to six and a half, so he's been a pretty big push for the Swans. Um, just on the back of um, Port Adelaide having a pretty dominant head-to-head record, they've won five straight against Sydney. I know three of them have been in Adelaide, but still they've got the runs on the board. I just think they're they're the value at the moment in mine. I, I, thought, I think the market was probably about right around Pickham. Um, happy to be on the plus six and a half for Port here. Um, I'm a bit surprised the total's taken a bit of a tumble, 163 down to 160. I'm shading just the over there. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, you know, this, this game's going to be won in, in Sydney's forward 50. I think uh, Sydney much very much an offence side. Um, they'll, they'll try and power up on the scoreboard, whereas Port like to defuse the game and make it ugly and bring it down. So the forward 50 for Sydney is where it'll be won, whether Port defence or... Sydney's offence will uh, decide this game. Yeah, I think uh, Cleary and uh, Alir Alir might have their uh, hands full. But um, 
yeah, it looks a uh, looks a pretty good game that one. Yeah. Uh, as we look at the second game uh, for NRL action, it's the Cronulla Sharks a dollar eighteen against the Gold Coast Titans five dollars ten. That's the three o'clock game on Saturday. The line is minus fourteen point five over under forty four point five. Fifth versus sixteenth here. Um, Gold Coast are just going, and Cronulla have just been a little bit patchy the last uh, last couple of weeks. What uh, what takes your fancy in this one, uh, Top Rope? Yeah, what a what a what a mess of a season this has become for the Titans. You know, they were pretty widely touted to to to, to sneak into the top eight this year and kind of one of those seventh eight thoughts never regressed uh, significantly. Uh gotta be with the Sharks here. They've got a good record against the Titans. They've won seven straight, last six by seven or more points. Uh the Titans they've covered just 14 of 42 of conceding 25 or more points. So they really struggle when the defense is off. Yeah, they're off. So um I'll be back in the, the, the Sharks minus 13 and a half. A good deal of confidence here at Coffs Harbour. Should be a flat, flat deck. And there's some strong over uh, angles on both sides here, including uh, the Titans 12 and 6 uh, of a double-digit loss and the uh, Sharks go over in 60% of games when they're favoured. So I'll be backing the uh, over. I'll be backing the Sharks with a good deal of confidence as we look at GWS versus the Western Bulldogs, the 7.25 Saturday game up there in Sydney. The Giants 2.04, the Western Bulldogs $1.80. The line is 2.5, over under 163.5. Some pretty good ins for the Bulldogs. Yugo uh, Hagen, uh, Jason Johannesson, and also Josh Shackey come in. Obviously, Bailey Smith is out for his double suspension, first the headbutt and then uh, a little bit of a substance script into a video. Uh, and then for the GWS Giants, uh, Proust and uh, Haynes come in. Uh, anything doing in this one, uh, MG? Yeah, I agree with the market on this one, OB. The um, uh, Giants went up minus one slight favourites at the start of the week and uh, now it's swept over to the Bulldogs. So the Bulldogs currently, as you said, minus two and a half. So agree with that trend. I think uh, I'd rather be with the Bulldogs. I think they're going a bit better. They've won three of their last four. Uh, also, they're coming off the bye where the Giants got a six-day break. So... I just think uh, the favours go with the Bulldogs. What offsets that, obviously, is the news and everything around Bailey Smith. But I think the Bulldogs are experienced enough a team to uh, to cope with that. Um, and, you know, I, I just want to, yeah, I, I'd favour the Bulldogs where we're going. I think 1-39 to is probably your margins as well. Um, and I want to shade, shade the over. I think the market's probably not far off. I just think the history of the two sides, four out of the last five have gone over. So around that mid-160s, um, that would be the play with the Bulldogs for me in this game. And I think uh, you know Bailey Smith has been the the off field distraction, but also on field he's been in some terrific yes. form. So they they have to cover that. Uh, if you look at the VFL this week, uh, Lockie Hunter back playing VFL, yep. which is good for him, and, uh, and Josh Bruce as well coming back in. So um, yeah, that they might uh, they might get a little bit of a role in the back half of the year. I haven't been a fan. I know yep. you uh, you certainly certainly have liked them early. Um, but uh, they, yeah, their form has um, has wavered yeah. a little bit. Big game for both because if Giants lose this, I mean their season's probably uphill anyway to make the finals. But the Bulldogs wouldn't want to drop this to the Giants. Um, can't lose too many games to sides below you in the in the back Absolutely. end of the season. So yeah, big game. Looking forward to it. Uh, as we look at a Canberra Raiders, the Green Machine up against the Newcastle Knights uh, Sunday uh, early game there at GIO Stadium. The betting is the Canberra Raiders a dollar twenty seven. Newcastle Knights three dollars eighty. The line minus ten point five. Over under forty two and a half. Uh, it's eleventh versus twelfth, but uh, the Raiders are probably going slightly better than the Newcastle Knights at the moment. Top rope. Slightly better, OB, but I don't know if they're ten and a half points better. Uh, this line looks very big, and I've got a bit of an upset alert on this game. The Knights have uh, 
played the Raiders very, very well in recent years. They've covered seven of the last nine. They've won the last three off the stick. Most of their wins have come as an underdog. Uh, Raiders, very poor at home, is a big favourite. Covered just three of nine and favoured by eight or more points. Covered 13 and 34 at home. The Knights tend to bounce back of a poor defensive show and covered six of nine off conceding 40-plus. Look, I don't like this Newcastle side at all, but I will say this. I think this they've been significantly underrated in this matchup. Uh, I'll, I'll be on the Knights here and I'll be on them to win straight up. And uh, Caelan Ponga, uh, his form, he, he played pretty well in uh, in Origin 1. How's, uh, how's he been going lately? Uh, he's been... Uh, trying hard in a pretty ordinary side. Um, a fitness cloud hanging over him for, for this one, but uh, Adam O'Brien, the coach, expects him to play. Uh, look, it, it, he his game very much relies on having some um, talented ball runners outside of him. He's just really not getting a lot, particularly with Bradman Best out hurt. So, um, it, yeah, he's going to struggle in this Newcastle side as it is, but I think he's playing... Yeah, pretty well for, for what he's got around him. Yeah, very, very good player, that's for sure. As we look at the remaining two games for AFL action, uh, the West Coast Eagles $7 against the Geelong Cats, $1.11. Uh, the line 39.5 over under 145.5. Uh, this market looks a little bit uh, one-sided when you've got McGovern, Sheed, Rioli, Yo, and Petricelli coming back into the side, all first line Yep. Uh, first graders and first liners for the um, uh, for the Eagles. Uh, anything doing there for the yeah, market's correct itself from forty eight down to thirty nine. Result, yeah, some big ins. Uh, fitness is probably an issue with the West Coast and also where their season sits at one and eleven. Both off the buy, so that can obviously you know have some factor. Tough road trip for Geelong going all the way to Perth. Not a game I want to get involved in. Also, there's a, a bit of weather around as well, so it's seen the total drop from. 152 to 145, so yeah, OP, I'll uh, stay out of this uh, one. There's better bets around for the weekend. And the last game we'll look at is the Gold Coast Suns, eighteen against the Adelaide Crows, $5 up there at uh, Metricon Stadium. The line, minus 28.5, over under 165.5. Uh, anything uh, anything doing there? Yeah, no, I think the line's probably about right. Uh, it's fallen a little bit, 30 down to 28. Um, I couldn't come into Adelaide, but it's a big line for the Gold Coast, so I'll probably look to back the unders in this game. Uh, I don't think there'll be as many points as what they see. So uh, all we've, we sent out this tip uh, a couple of days ago. It's fallen from 168 down to 165. Uh, I think it's got a bit more to squeeze out. I think more lower 160s here. So under for me and uh, leave the line. Beautiful, beautiful. As we look at the remaining NRL games, uh, for round 15, and this one looks a beauty tonight, top rope. Uh, the Storm, eighteen. Brisbane Broncos, 5.15. The line, minus 14.5, over under 42 uh, points even there. That, uh, on paper, that looks a little bit uh, a little bit more even than that. Yeah, I think the loss of Adam Reynolds really hurts the Broncos here. I'm not sure Payne Haas is any certainly the player. Um, I'm on the minus here, OB. I think the minus is... There's no... There's no Bigger dominance in Australian sport than the Melbourne Storm out of the Brisbane Broncos. They've won 30 of 35. The last 10 uh, covered nine straight, covered 22 of the last 28. Uh, got to be with Melbourne. He would be a bit more confident that Pat was playing, but uh, uh, he's not playing. He's got COVID. Uh, but Melbourne for me. As we look at the next game, is the Warriors $12 against the Penrith Panthers, $1.04. The line uh, 25 and a half over under 44 uh, points flat. Um, oh, the, the the Warriors season going from bad to worse. 
Yeah. Uh, there's a booing of a young halfback. He's going to get absolutely targeted all night. <laughs> um, not an ideal game. I'm not sure Stacey Jones has pulled the right the right, the right round on this one, but uh, probably could have given him another week. Um, got to be with the Panthers. They win this by as much as they want. Um, it was going to Red Cliffs, so not even really a Warriors home game. They've covered six of their last seven when favoured by six down and a half or more. They seem to have really switched on against some of the poorer teams, which was a bit of a knock on them earlier in the year. Could be a bit of a Probably match of the round for the NRL was the Eels, $1.77 against the Roosters, 208. The line, minus 1.5, over under 40.5. Uh, yeah, both uh, both teams have been uh, their form has fluctuated this season. Uh, the Eels coming off a disappointing loss to the uh, to the Bulldogs last week. Uh, anything uh, anything for the punters out there in this one? Top rope. Not a lot of confidence, but I will say I was surprised that the Roosters or underdogs had a great record against uh, the Eels, uh, and they do tend to bounce back off a loss. So I'd definitely rather be with the Roosters, but can't make a huge case of it. Yeah, Paramount's favourite this one, no thanks. And the final game of the round is the in-form Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs at dollar twenty at dollar seventy-eight. Uh, the West Tigers two oh five. The line at minus one point five. Over under forty and a half. Uh, just a little stat for you here, uh, Ob. Uh, this will be just the fifth time in four years Canterbury have been favourites. The next closest, uh, the New Zealand Warriors, they've been favourite in twenty-three games over the last four seasons. So. Uh, that's how little Canterbury and favourite. They're one and three against the spread in their last four. I've no idea how they're favourites in this one. Um, I'll, you've got to be with the Tigers at odds against you. That's a uh, look. I love a stat. Uh, I'm a bit of a champion data man myself, and I love a good stat, and that's a beauty. Thanks to uh, Top Rope. Come, you know, waited to the end of the show, but we've come through. <laughs> we've come through for the goods. Keep the punters interested, anyway. That's great. <laughs> just, 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 just fighting for survival. I don't, I don't, I don't need any laughs in this uh, into the mix either here, but. <laughs> well, we'll let you. Uh, we'll let you go. Thanks, Top Rope. Uh, get on the Vix. Um, yeah, get the get the data. Rub a bit of Vix into the chest. But uh, a reminder: you can get uh, you can locate the GGOA uh, for twenty two dollars a week in the Little Birdie Lot Live Shop for all your NRL betting action. And the AFL Stings are in the Little Birdie Lot Live Shop for twenty two dollars a week as well. Top Rope, uh, thank you, mate. Have a great weekend. Plenty of sport around. US Open golf. I know you're a big fan uh, up there. But uh, but get well and have a great weekend. You too, OB, you too, and uh, good luck to, uh, to all the listeners out there. And MG, uh, I know you spent a bit of time with Nikki last night, so you might need to go home and have a nice rest and uh, <laughs> uh, get the uh, you know get the ears, uh, ears humming along again. Yeah, she'll love that. Back in the slap between you two is always interesting, but yeah, you could have taken my seat last night and helped me out. Thanks for that. <laughs> oh, I think she'd, uh, she'd go to the opening of an envelope, so... Uh, <laughs> Good to see you front and centre at the uh, Carlton 81-82 reunion last night. But uh, that's a wrap for this week for Friday Lions. Thanks to MG and Top Rope. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube. Find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to all your good podcasts. Uh, follow at Little Birdie TV on Twitter or Instagram. Remember, all your footy betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. Uh, we'll be back next week. Don't forget to join the great Nikki Sylvester on Monday for First Look. All your weekend betting action in review. Uh, but have a great weekend. Punt well, punt responsibly, and stay warm. <laughs>